As you heard there, he's among those pledging his support to interim leader Nicolas Maduro and vowing to continue the work of Hugo Chavez. On the other hand, there are Venezuelans who are hoping for a change from the way Chavez governed. He proceeded in the 14 years that he was in power to undermine democracy using the tools of democracy. Moises Naim is a scholar at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. He was Venezuela's Minister of Trade and Industry in the early 1990s. He says Venezuelans will live with the changes Chavez set in motion for many years to come. Venezuela is today a highly polarized country with a very significant uh, portion of the population in mourning. And, you know, Chavez was a beloved leader and uh, many feel that uh, he was uh, almost like a father figure to them. And the other half of the country just uh, is uh, strongly, strongly uh, adversarial and feels that he undermined many of the good things that the country had. One of the big legacies that everybody's talking about is this whole notion of Chavismo. But without Hugo Chavez, can Chavismo survive? I mean, what what for you is Chavismo? Chavismo depended on an economic model that was clearly unsustainable, that is already showing strains that will make and force whoever is in charge to make very fundamental economic reforms that will uh, be very painful to the Venezuelan people and including, of course, Chavez supporters. Chavismo was using huge revenues, both from oil revenues, but also from indebting the country. The country's debt now uh, has soared. Uh, and that money was essentially used to fuel consumption. Uh, there, very little of the of the money was uh, for investment, and they had uh, very very strong expansive uh, policies to boost demand. While at the same time, they had the breaks in creating supplies, and that imbalance between a lot of uh, demand and all kinds of uh, limits on the supply created the highest inflation in the, uh, Latin America. You're saying then that Chavez ruined the economy? I mean, it, it's the big challenge of whoever succeeds him to rebuild that economy? Yes, Chavez created an economic model that was unsustainable, that created that was opaque, that was uh, very highly prone to corruption, that was highly centralized, that was uh, f- rife with cronism. And there is, of course, uh, the legacy of uh, a talk about dignity. This is a country where if you can't work for the government, uh, you will not find a lot of job opportunities. And in order to work for the government, you have to display great uh, public uh, uh, statements uh, uh, and gestures of support, loyalty, even affection for the president and his government. So it's a highly personalistic, there's a personality cult, uh, and only devotees of the president will find jobs and subsidies and access to the handouts given by the government. All right, Moises, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was Moises Naim, a scholar at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. We're joined now by Miguel Tinker Salas. He's a professor of Latin American history at Pomona College. His latest book is The Enduring Legacy, Oil, Culture, and Citizenship in Venezuela. Any thoughts on those final words from Moises Naim, Miguel? I think there's a lot of vitriol there, and I think that it really doesn't capture what's happening in Venezuela. The reality in Venezuela is quite different from what you would normally see in the traditional media. Uh, the reality is that there's a president who has actually garnered support repeatedly in democratic elections that have been observed internationally. And I think that that, that, that tends to be obscured by the fact that, yes, there was a, a harsh rhetoric and a sharp rhetoric towards the U.S., 
success. But the reality is that there's been fundamental changes in Venezuela, fundamental changes in the political culture, in the political landscape. And that change has also been seen throughout Latin America. One need only look at see who is president uh, in most of the countries of South America to see that what began with Hugo Chavez in 1998 has in fact been picked up and spread throughout Latin America. Once you pull Chavez with all his charisma, all his personality out of the equation, do you have a political force left? I think you do. I think the example of that is very clear in the 2012 governor elections in which Chavez did not campaign and in which the, the, gov- the government supported party, the PSUV, won 20 of 23 elections. But I think that beyond the individual leaders, I think the most important thing is here is the social empowerment that has happened among Venezuelans that had been historically excluded from the political process. And sometimes that gets lost in the picture because this is not just about Chavez. This is about the fact that there's a population that has now claimed rights, now claimed position, and is not going to retreat to the margins. They are going to be a central figure in whatever happens in Venezuela. And at that level, there is no going back. The Venezuela of 2013 is not the Venezuela of 1998. Miguel Tinker Salas, the author of The Enduring Legacy, Oil, Culture, and Citizenship in Venezuela, and a professor of Latin American history at Pomona College in California.